0: hello everyone um i am Lindsay. that is maria and we are roomies review the movies and today we are reviewing um the people under the stairs um yes this movie um came out in 1991 um it's a uh, film that was selected that maria has never seen and so um the movie stars Brandon Adams um, as a 13-year-old boy that just had his birthday on the uh, movie night. Mm-hmm. Um, his name is Fool. Uh, it also has... His name is
1: Poindexter, but they call no, him Fool.
0: Right, right, right. And so um, it also has Vin Grames in it, um, along with um, Kelly Jo Mentor, Um I know her from... Um, Nightmare on Elm Street. She was like the only mm-hmm. white person in Nightmare on Elm Street. Yeah, um, has uh, Bill Cobbs, Sean Wayland, AJ Langer. Yeah, AJ
1: Langer you probably recognize from um, she was on the show on MTV, My So Called Life. That was like yeah. in the mid '90s, early to mid '90s with um, the actress who had played Romeo and Juliet in the woman mm-hmm. with Leonardo DiCaprio.
0: Uh huh.
1: But I recognized your face immediately. I was like, I know that face. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Um, also, um, Everett McGill and Wendy Robbie. So, um, the the movie pretty much uh takes place, and it doesn't it doesn't give us the city, mm-hmm. but it um is just typical you know city um it has an inner city and it has the um rich part of town and the inner city is um they're trying to get the people out of the inner city or uh, out of the projects rather so <laughs> they're getting they're, they have them under these ridiculous um uh, um leases so i mean i
1: never in my life i said what
0: yeah. Yeah. I know that's illegal. It has to be. It has to be. But um you know, who's going to prosecute, you know? So
1: mm-hmm. The tenants are too poor to take them
0: to to court. Mhm. Or don't know their rights, you know. Mm-hmm. And then um nobody's going to nobody's going to represent them to come after them to let them know their rights because they're on the side of gentrification. So yeah, um so they just so happen to be late on their rent. Uh, Poindexter just had his birthday. His sister um, is really into tarot cards. And so she's like um, doing a reading for him and whatnot. Then she lets him know that um, that um, they're uh, about to be evicted. No, she doesn't let him know. She's talking to her mom. And um, her their mom is real sick. And so, um, she ha- but she has a curable. Yeah, cancer. it's totally it's totally operable.
1: Yeah, they just can't afford it because afford. the American healthcare system is and has or continues and remains to be trash.
0: Right. Right. And so, um, he finds he overhears them talking, and that's how he finds out. And so then um,
1: they're three after- days late on their rent, and they right. and she tells him, yeah. You know, we have to we're gonna be evicted because once you're three days late on your rent, apparently you have to pay three times the rent. No, I guess for Ving each Rames, day that you're late.
0: Ring Rames lets him know what okay. the what the ins and outs are of his lease. As a third was just so
1: mad about it. Okay. yeah.
0: Yeah. And so um what happened was was that she was talking to her mom and he was overhearing her because the door was open. And so um the mom told the sister to close the door or whatever and so when he when she closed the door that's when ving rains went on ahead and told them what was going on yeah and so um he's you know as a 13 year old he was just told he was the man of the house and like, now he's
1: he's a child
0: he's a child right and so ving rains um you know tells them the real deal and he's like, I don't understand because mom is sick and, um, I forgot his sister's name, but she has babies and he basically tells him, oh, her name was Ruby. That's right. He mm-hmm. was like, mom is sick and Ruby has babies. And then Rain's character's name is Leroy. Um, Leroy basically tells him like the real deal. Like don't nobody care, you know, um, excuse me, if you don't get some money, y'all gonna be out. You got any money? And he was like of course he's like no I don't have any money. I'm trying. Right. right. So with him um saying that or whatever, he uh they ended up having a conversation, Ruby, Leroy and Fool and Leroy tells them that they had um ran up into this uh liquor store that the landlord owns and they ended up getting a um, map to a treasure
1: (laughs) treasure map at the liquor store
0: at the liquor store. Right. So with the map to the um, with the map, it goes to the um, owner slash landlord's house. Mm -hmm. And they've been told that he has like gold coins and whatnot in the house. They don't know it to be one hundred percent true, but you know.
1: It's so kind of funny to me. It seemed like gold coins were like a super big thing in the like eighties and nineties. <laughs>
0: like yeah.
1: people having gold coins. You don't really hear about that. Like that's not really a focus anymore.
0: Right, right, right. But yeah. Yeah. Um it's a huge focus back then. You're right.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So um so yeah, so they so he has this um he has this great idea. To run up in the landlord's house to get these gold coins, and convince his fool to come with them. Um, Ruby doesn't like it, but you know, fool is basically like I don't have no other choice. So they come up
1: because yeah, well, not only is mom sick, but apparently Ruby's a sex worker, and it's not going that great for her.
0: She's a sex worker. Hmm. Yeah.
1: Because comes in. Leroy comes in. He's like. He's telling, you know, he's breaking it down to him, telling him how his mom has cancer, which, wow, great way to find out, Stranger Man. Right. Um, but he also mentions that Ruby is turning tricks, so. Oh. Um, you know,
0: that's crazy. Wonder that's that how she got her kids?
1: They don't really go too much into it, so.
0: <laughs> right, right.
1: We don't even see her kids,
0: so. We saw them um Briefly. Oh, briefly in the hallway. Yeah, okay. Um, he put like the cover over one of them at one point. Um, Fool did, like right before he walked into the room. Okay. Yeah, he put the cover over one of them. Um, but uh, but yeah, so they uh, um, it's three of them that go to the landlord's house, goes to the landlord's neighborhood or whatever, mm-hmm. and they um. Leroy Fool and Spence. Yes, Leroy Fool and Spence. They go to the neighborhood and they have Fool dressed up like an uh like a Boy Scout. Yeah and they're selling cookies and he was supposed to do that because he needed to case the joint. So, so and I was like, he really has to be on a
1: mission because I don't know anybody's gonna trying to get into an old funeral home that day.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so they go to the house. They are like mouths dropped to the floor on how big this house is. Now, in present day, we're gonna look at it and be like, "Oh, I mean, it is a nice size house, but not really that big of a deal." But back, oh in- no, it's pretty big. It's got so many bedrooms. Like, yeah, but I can't even map the place like. in my mind. Like, yeah, yeah, but I'm trying to like from what it looked like on the outside. Oh, I see. It didn't, uh-huh. Yeah, because it didn't look that big on the outside but coming from where they're coming from yeah it's a humongous house even on the outside you know so uh fool goes up to the front door nobody answers so he goes to the side door still nobody answers um so then he sees a pool uh, um pond he sees a pond out back so he goes to the pond puts his hand in the water Because, you know, Mm -hmm. he was a kid, you know. So, with him doing that, um, the lady of the house comes out, um, who, (laughs) her name is Woman.
1: (laughs) Woman, or or Mommy, right? Mommy,
0: yeah. And so, when Woman comes out, uh, you know, she's just like, okay, what are you doing here? And so, that's when he tries to, um you know sell some cookies sell her some cookies she's mm-hmm. like yeah no we don't eat sweets here and so which is no surprise because uh in the scene before
1: this we have well in a scene before this there's mommy interacting with her daughter Alice right mhm and like she's supposed to be eating or whatever and uh mommy comes in to get her plate and she's like did you lick this clean like how dare you eat all the food i gave you <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, and there's she's like, well, where's the fork? Where's the fork? Give me the fork. Find the fork. Where's the fork? You lost the fork. I was like, who loses the fork? And so we see her like, oh, no, I have it. It's right here. I must have dropped it, blah, blah, blah. And like this very ashen, pale hand comes out of the vent and hands the fork to her. Right, right. So they
0: know there are people in the walls. Yeah. Yeah, but um, the audience, I mean, obviously we know because of the name of the movie but um we're not introduced to those people as of yet so no. it'll come up later on why that was so significant on why she was like uh, did you lick the plate yeah you know, so and then there was another scene where um man um he, or da- is it daddy or Ray? is it she called daddy yeah but um yeah they they didn't have names. They I mean they're listed as woman and man, but they called each other mommy and daddy, which was weird because they're brother and sister. But okay, uh, but well, you
1: know, there's the whole thing with the supposedly. I mean, for the for the guy who plays man and daddy, mm. I mean immediately I was like, oh well, he's supposed to look like Reagan, obviously, mm. and then apparently mommy is supposed to look like. Uh, it's supposed to be the wife, basically. So they're supposed mm-hmm. to be the couple, right? Yeah. Of Reagan's. And Nancy. the thing about... Right. And so the thing about them is that they called each other mommy and daddy.
0: They did? Mm-hmm. Uh, I
1: didn't know that. Okay. Yeah. Now, to me, uh, she reminds me of Mommy Dearest. mm mm-hmm. Um. Like, especially with her whole performance and how she's so domineering with her daughter and everything. Have you yeah. seen Mommy Dearest?
0: Um, I was saying bits and pieces, but I know the story. Okay, so that's what we're going to be doing next. But, yeah,
1: her whole, like, her whole, uh, when she, like, kind of gets on her daughter, like, she's always just very rough with her, uh, but also demanding her to tell her that she loved her, you know, stuff like that. It was giving mommy dearest.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, and that's um, Joan Crawford.
1: Yes. Mm-hmm.
0: So, yeah, but... Um, Yeah. Yeah. When I saw you um, tweet that, I was like, okay, I can definitely see where you're coming from with that. Because that makes sense. So um, but yeah, so he's trying to sell the cookies. They're like, no, we don't eat sweets. So Mm -hmm. then he's like, oh, well, I got to take a leak. Can I use the bathroom? She's like, absolutely not. You're not coming in here. So she closes the door. So then he's, like, looking through the windows and stuff like that. Then he realizes that the windows have, um, they have the um, barbed wires. But then there are also um, padlocks on the on the barbed wires. And the padlocks mm-hmm. on the outside of the house. It's, with, prison, it's prison, prison. Right, right. So he's like, what the hell is going on in here? So he gets back into the van with um, Spence and Leroy. Let's them know. And they're like, okay, that is weird. But Spencer's like, I told you to tell him to do, um, had to take a leap. And he was like, I did, but she didn't buy it. So he's like, okay, I can't send a boy in to do a man's job. So I'm going to go in. So he changes into... But you
1: were fine with sending the boy out first. like Right,
0: on. right. Because y'all don't know who y'all dealing with or anything like that. But, yeah. So... He changes into a, um electric person, electric company person's uniform. Mm-hmm. And he goes up to the house and he lets them know, like, hey, I need to check the wires. It's actually illegal if you don't let me come in. So do you want me to call the cops or what? Which is like, what? Right. I've never heard that, but OK. No. So she lets him in. And he's in there, and he's in there, and he's in there. So, Leroy's like, we need to go in there and get him. Because I don't want him to go in there and get all the coins and not try to share them with us. So, we need to go in. Fool doesn't want to go in, but he goes on ahead and goes in. They go into, they break into the house. When they break into the house, it's like the back area, like, like, like the breakfast nook or something like that. So I don't
1: know. They seem to have like multiple kitchens. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. It's like they have they have a house that they operate in, and then they have a part of the house that was operated in maybe twenty years ago that they just abandoned. It's weird. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, um, yeah. So then they they break into this breakfast nook area, and so that's when they realize they really came up on some shit that they are not prepared for. Because stuff starts, move like balls start moving and things start appearing and they got these windows with these padlocks and barbed wires and stuff just start looking like fart knocks in there. So they're like, WTF? Mm-hmm. Like, what did the dope man tell me? Like... <laughs> so they go in there they're sneaking around and whatnot um the woman woman has a feeling that somebody's in there but she can't put her finger on it or whatnot and so then um i want to say she leaves and then comes back well she
1: she well things well she had left and then you know they got into the house and, um, you know, they had the whole interaction with the dog, trying to get at them and everything. Yeah. And Fool was able to, like, do some quick moves, you know. They were able to get into another part, like an old part of the kitchen of the house, whatever, and get away from the dog. And that's when the woman comes home with
0: the man, and, and the dog is outside, too. Right, 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 right. Yeah, so they're looking at them from inside, and they're like, oh, shit, she's back. With a man and the dog, so they're upstairs at this point, and with them being upstairs, um, they're like, Okay, we need to try to figure out how to get out. So, with them trying to figure out how to get out, um, and, and also this whole time, like Leroy is making
1: all these jokes, um, between him and uh, <laughs> and and Fool, but they're all like super sexual, <laughs> yeah, you know. At one point he's like because yeah. um before they go in, like Leroy and, and uh and Fool are in the car to like theorize what's happening to Spence, why hasn't he come back and everything? And um, you know, uh Fool being a kid is like, well, what about this? It could be that, it could be this. And Leroy's like, well, the president could also name me Secretary of Pussy or whatever. And like everything he says is like sexual, and I'm like, okay, we well, get it, you like sex. Could yeah. you stop making all these jokes with this 13-year-old kid right now while we're in this situation? <laughs> like,
0: right. Right. It was it was cringe.
1: Yeah, but I think he's cringe. supposed to be kind of like a hyper-masculine, like toxic masculinity kind of dude because he's also um, you know, while they're going through this with Fool, Fool is like Fool saves his life like multiple times and is mm-hmm. like instrumental to them like not getting, you know, attacked by the dog the first time. Mm-hmm. Um, but Leroy has nothing but negative things to say about right. Fool and Too Fool and it's like he saved your life how many times?
0: Yeah, right, right. It I mean it's it's weird. It is weird. Um but you know this movie is kind of like a um, caricature of real life. So yeah.
1: Oh no, there's a lot of like campiness to it, so
0: mm-hmm.
1: but I was just like
0: yeah. <laughs> right. Right. I I I totally I totally get where you're coming from with that. <laughs> but um so yeah, he um so yeah, they come back and so they're trying to get out the house. Um they have a moment where they end up going downstairs and they're going for the front door. With them going for the front door um, fool grabs the um, the handle, mm-hmm. and with him grabbing the handle, he gets electrocuted. Yeah,
1: so they- an
0: electrified doorknob. Like, right.
1: I was like, okay, what kind of Home Alone like is happening yeah. in this house?
0: Right, right.
1: Because they did almost um, the
0: same thing in Home Alone. Only he mm-hmm. heated the doorknob. Right, right, exactly. So that's when they started um, realizing, okay. They're kind of trapped in here. So with them trapped in here, um, they a woman, man, and a dog, they're um, in the breakfast nut, and they're um, prevented from getting inside because, you know, the alarms and gates and shit are going off in the house. So, so um, right. So they're trying to get in or whatnot. They can't get in, but the dog pries his way in from the bottom of the steel door. So he gets in. He comes after Fool and um, Leroy. Um, Leroy tells Fool to stand there and he's going to attack the dog. But he Yeah, he's using Fool as bait. Right, exactly. But he hides behind a couch. So when the dog comes in, the dog is a Rockweiler, by the way. So when the dog comes in, he sees Fool and they lock eyes and Fool is scared shitless or whatever, but When... um, The
1: dog doesn't seem that interested in him.
0: No. No, not at all. So, when Leroy um, appears from behind the couch, the dog sees Leroy and goes um, into attack mode for Leroy. When he does that or whatever, um, he's he, like, attacks his arm. He's really trying to get off of him or whatnot. And so, what Fool does is he grabs Leroy goes towards the door and, um, pre- and touches the doorknob. So with him touching the doorknob, he electrocutes himself, he electrocutes Leroy, and he electrocutes the dog. Yeah, the dog got electrocuted via double proxy. Like Right. right. So with um, that happening or whatever, the dog is laid out. They are, um, you know, shooken up, of course, um, nose bloody and all that. But um, by this time now they didn't ran upstairs, and woman and man are in the house they didn't they didn't pry their way into the house mm-hmm. excuse me they see the dog now they're upset because you know all dogs' lives matters so <laughs> uh, <laughs> so um woman tells man you need to go find him, you know he goes upstairs when he goes upstairs uh. Leroy and Fool are upstairs and they're trying to hide. They end up finding like some like little closet or whatever. Leroy's like, "Oh, there's no room." Pushes. Fool. Yeah, he's like, "No room. You gotta find your own place." I was like, "Right." It was so scandalous. But Fool finds a place around the corner. So what they ended up doing was they hit the kill switch on the electricity. So now it's like pitch black in the house. Man and fool has saved your life
1: like at least twice. Right. And
0: you won't let him hide in the closet with you? Right, right. So man goes upstairs with the um with his gun and he has a flashlight on his gun. I don't don't remember if it was on his gun or he just had Yeah,
1: he's got I think he just has a flashlight and he has like a laser point a laser on his gun. And he's yeah. going through the house and searching for them. He's just, like, shooting at random areas of the house. Yeah. yeah. I was like, you could literally kill anyone.
0: Yeah, but he don't care. He's trying to get him. So.
1: Destroying your own house. turn your own stuff up. Mm-hmm.
0: But, you know, they have unlimited funds. So, who cares? So, don't look like
1: they use them.
0: That's look why at- he don't care. <laughs> yeah, he, gonna, he'll use them to fix the house. So, he, um... He figures out um, the area that Leroy is in. And so he's like, you know, shooting in that area or whatnot. And next thing you know, um, somebody appears behind Leroy. And Leroy is spooked and he jumps out the closet. With him jumping out the closet, that's when man sees him. -hmm. And shoots him, and so he shot him and killed him. So then, um, he's you know he's happy or whatever, and he's ecstatic. They're cheering and everything, you know. Right, right. He's like jumping around and stuff,
1: and like apparently he somehow like the geography of this house, the map of this house is so weird, but he Mm. somehow shot him. And made him fall down the stairs after he shot him.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, he Which, did fall down the stairs. And so like he's downstairs. And call, and he called him a bull. They shot a bull. Yeah, yeah. got a bull. Yeah. And so um Fool sees Fool comes to the stairs, sees him down there. And um then he goes back upstairs and hides again.
1: Yeah, he he's hiding, and this time he runs into like one of their unused bathrooms, and mm. uh, that's where he sees Alice. Right, and she's hiding in there too. And I was like, "Don't do it! You can't trust white <laughs> girls in dilapidated bathrooms." You got to keep running.
0: Yeah, but they have a whole dialogue, mm-hmm. and with them having a whole dialogue, uh, they. Uh, That's when he kind of figures out, like, this is not a normal house, you know? And he's like, I got to get out. And, like, um, Alice is pretty much telling him, like, okay, people don't really leave this house. There are people Mm -hmm. um, that live in a basement. And there's all their sons. Yeah, she tells them the whole story. Right, she tells them the whole story. Like, they're all their sons. And every time they did something wrong... He cut out whatever they did wrong mm-hmm. and then threw them in the stairs. And he was just like, well, why hasn't it happened to you? And he, she was just like, I haven't done anything.
1: Well, she's yeah. like, I speak no evil. I hear no evil.
0: Mm-hmm. You know,
1: I see no evil or whatever. So basically she doesn't challenge them in any way.
0: Right. Right. So
1: they've let her let, let her live above the stairs.
0: Right. It's exactly. like there's no, there's no way to get out of from here. Like you're trapped. Right. right. And so she also um told him that even though they have all those sons under the stairs or whatever, one got loose and he's in the walls. And so
1: And daddy hates him most because he got
0: loose. Exactly. And so And his she, name is Roach. Roach, yeah. Terrible name, but yeah. So they um he's just like but, but- I'm getting out of here.
1: Yes, he was like, I, well, I don't know about y'all, but I'm leaving. He said, "I'm a whole other thing." Mm-hmm. Like, I'm getting out of here.
0: Right, right. So, fool is like, I, I gotta go. Um. So he, I can't remember what happened after that. I think he tries to. Uh, well,
1: after that, he's he's still running, hiding, whatever. And then, you know, they they know. Um, they found like the uh, little Cub Scout kind of uniform they had. You know of course they found this earlier so they know that like you know besides Ving Rhames character that the boy is in there too so they know they've got Ving Rhames so they're looking for the boy and uh, daddy gets dressed up in like this leather camp <laughs> outfit it's got tons of like spikes and belts yeah. and hooks and you know rings and stuff fall on it and whatever yeah
0: and it has so, a, a face mask and everything yeah, yeah.
1: So he gets dressed in that to go find a fool.
0: Yeah,
1: and I was just like, I'm sorry, uh, what? Because there's like mm. there's no discussion about this transition. <laughs> he just sh- appears like out of the wall. Because like every single pane on the wall is like a secret door for the most part. Mm-hmm. And so he just appears out of the wall wearing this head to toe, you know, leather outfit with all these, you know, stuff on it yeah hunting for
0: fool
1: it's
0: just like okay right 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 and so um yeah so then um fool and alice they ended up they ended up getting they ended up getting out of that room but they um yeah i can't um something yeah something getting caught yeah
1: so like um they had found his clothes and everything. And then another thing that stood out to me was like the dad sniffed the boy's pants or something. Like he's some yeah, he kind of bloodhound. Yeah, no, gave he it gave it dog. to the dog, but he also sniffed it himself. Yeah, like just went. With... And I was like, "Ooh, really? Why? Ooh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> right. And so like the dog is also like trying to chase them. And they're like, you don't want the dog to get in the walls. Cause you know, he's definitely gonna chase you down and everything. And Leroy, not Leroy, but, um, Fool was trying to leave the bathroom and had to open the door. The dog was right there. He like punched the dog.
0: Oh, yeah. And just punched punched the dog. Yeah. He tried to close the door with the dog in the way and all that. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And so um, Reagan found them and like is hacking through the door and, you know, does the whole shining moment with his head Mm -hmm. through the door. And um, um, Fool picked up the, you know, the top on the toilet tank. And hit him over the head with it. This man is hit in the head so many times during this movie, and he never passes out. Not he never passes him. out. I was like, could you get concussed, please? Like, how, how hard is your skull?
0: Yeah. It's I mean, it's not the normal skull.
1: <laughs> At all.
0: Yeah, it's not can't normal. be. Can't be. Yeah. Yeah. But he ends up um they find up, Roach finds he, them, basically. Well, Yeah, Ro- Roach did find him because he ends up showing him his tongue. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because that's what was cut out of Roach. So he yeah. can't talk.
1: Roach is like pulling him through the walls of the place and everything. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know, and like a, at one point he like got some lights set up and everything. <laughs> yeah. You yeah. know, like some Christmas lights, that's they look like. And, um, uh, Fool is like, is this your place? And uh Roach was like, Yeah, like, like he was gonna <laughs> give him a tour or something. Right. And that's right. when the shooting starts again. They're you know running around and everything.
0: Right. But then um he ends up getting captured. And so when he got captured, uh man took him downstairs to the basement mm-hmm. and had him tied up. So then when he took him downstairs to the basement, that's when he saw all the other boys that were um, under the stairs. Mm -hmm. And um, then he saw where Spence was. He already saw Spence earlier because he discovered that he was dead and told Leroy that he was dead. Mm -hmm. But then he saw Spence's body and he also saw Leroy's body. Um, What they were doing to Leroy's body was that they were cutting up Leroy's body and they were feeding his body to, um, to the boy's
1: hmm
0: yeah and he's like I like
1: to I like to make sure I like to keep him hungry or whatever you know as he's throwing and like he's got because uh, his daddy talking he's got blood all over his mouth so apparently he's been eating yeah him too and like there was a scene very in the beginning where we first see the family and they're eating like in their living room or something and he's eating some kind of some kind of meat or some kind of ribs or whatever and he keeps pulling out buckshot apparently mm-hmm. and I was like, wow. I bet he's eating his former tenants, ha, ha, ha. Yeah. <laughs> <All right. laughs> Apparently it wasn't too far off. Um, yeah, so he's, he's throwing this red meat to the people under the stairs. And mm-hmm. they're, you know, like fighting over it to eat it. And he's like, I like to keep them hungry or whatever. And um, I was like, oh, okay, so you really are the GOP
0: in this. So this is what we're <laughs> It's not really a yeah. subtext. Yeah, yeah. the The movie is a metaphor. It's a big fat metaphor.
1: Yeah, I don't even know if it's a. I mean, it's very on its face. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, mm-hmm.
0: yeah.
1: Um, almost, he- it, I'd say heavy handed, really. But yeah, it's still very. It's fun. It's much funnier than I thought it would be. I didn't know mm-hmm. it was going to be humorous at all. Um, um, yeah, but the scenes with him, like cutting up Ving body and like seeing Ving body and stuff like that, I was like, oh, I really don't like that.
0: Yeah. Just imagine watching that at what 7. No thanks. <laughs> so yeah. Um so yeah, he uh then he also has like this well that he puts the bodies in. Mm-hmm. And so um after he cuts up Bing Rains or whatever he no, Bing Rains Leroy, then he throws his body into the well. Then um he ends up going upstairs, and yeah. no, 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 What he does was um, because Full was uh, he was tied up, so he unties Full and he throws them, throws Full into the area where all the boys are, and he keeps locked up. And so then he goes upstairs, and so Full is like scared shitless, but he's trying to like, you know, keep the boys off or away from them Yeah,
1: yeah. We can work together, you know.
0: You know, so then Roach comes, Roach um unlocks that area and frees full. And then they go into the furnace. Hmm. Well they
1: go they go into the walls, they eventually end up uh with Alice. And that's where um Fool sees Roach's tongue, so gross.
0: Yeah, yeah, it was bad. Uh, so,
1: yeah, and uh, Daddy finds them in there, and he's basically like beating everybody up. Mm-hmm. And uh, the dog is outside, and the thing is, like, the dog had gotten had been gotten there, like he'd followed them there, so he'd been outside the room barking the whole time, which is why how Daddy knew where they were, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, but <laughs> while Roach and and uh fool are having this convers well, or like being are meeting each other, right? It's like this mm-hmm. it's supposed to be this moving moment. Everything goes quiet, right? So the dog just stopped barking for this emotional beat. <laughs> <laughs> that was funny. Because as soon as like that's over, the dog starts barking again. Mm-hmm. And that's when Daddy finds them. And so he's in there, like beating everybody up, these children, you know. Mm-hmm. And um, the dog is still barking outside. And he opens the door and he's just like, "Shut the f up!" <laughs> like,
0: yeah. Right. I was
1: like, that's very relatable."
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I do remember you put that up on your on one of your tweets too. Yeah, and um, I was just like, "Uh." Like, like, I'm working right? for you. Like, what do you mean, right? right. <laughs> so yeah. Um. Yeah. So then. Uh, with them meeting Alice, or, or the three of them are, like, in the walls and whatnot, and he's like, we need to get away. Um, but then the dog, I think that the dog ends up finding them in the well, front. Well, they're, they're or, trying
1: to get away and everything, and like, apparently, at some point, Mommy and Daddy have set up, like, booby traps like for spikes to go into the walls and everything. Mm-hmm. I was just like, who has the time? <laughs> And so they're still looking for them, and um, you know, they uh, what was it? Oh, oh, they get up to the attic, right? Because like he's in the he gets he and Roach like get into the furnace. Uh, Roach, Roach was shot. Roach was shot, right? Because Daddy's just shooting wildly, pretty much. But uh, he saw him and was able to shoot him this time. Yeah. And like, uh, fool catches up with him, and they're in the furnace. You know, communicating whatever. Uh, Roach is clearly bleeding out. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, he doesn't seem that sad about it, um, and uh, Fool is like, "We got to get you to the hospital." Which, like, sir, right. <laughs> like <laughs> you that's know. not gonna
0: happen. No, it's not right, right.
1: So, so Roach like spells Alice's name out. You know, mm-hmm. and, he, and he also gives him some of the gold coins.
0: Yes, he does give him he does give him a pouch full of gold coins. He spells Alice's name out in the dust in the furnace and then points up to, you know, um the ceiling of the furnace and lets him know that Alice is up there. You have to go up there. Um, but he knows that he's not gonna make it and he ends up dying right there. Mm-hmm. So um full goes where he told where he's told and he finds Alice and so he tells Alice we need to get the hell out of here. And so they ended up going to the attic. And so while they're in the attic, he's like, oh, the pond. The pond is down um, below this uh, this area right here. So if we slide down this roof, we're going to hit the pond. So Alice is like, I don't know how deep it is. And he was like, well, I mean, we kind of don't have no other children. Right, it's better than standing around here and getting shot.
1: Right. And they found the only open window in the whole place. Like all the other windows, you can't open. You can't even break them.
0: And right. I'm like, wow, right. who
1: did this? Who, who made these windows? Like these. Right.
0: Like- right. Like, I can't believe they were even made like that. He probably made them himself, to be honest. Wow. So, um, so yeah, so man ends up going up to the attic and finding them. And so when he found them, he was like, "Oh, we gotta go." And so. He's like, he was sliding down the roof, and so when man came to the window, that's when he, like, went all the way down and just jumped into the pool, or not to the pool, but to the pond. And um, Alice was too scared, so she ended up staying. Yeah. Yeah. And so.
1: So, but uh, then daddy went outside to try and shoot him, and was shooting his gun outside, and mommy comes outside and is like, don't you, you can't shoot your gun outside.
0: Like you can only shoot your gun inside the house. Like what What are you thinking? You know?
1: Yeah. Well, see, that's what attracts the attention of everybody else because they hear the gunshots better. Yeah,
0: gunshots, right?
1: Right. And then she she tells them, Go straight
0: into your room and get into your suit. I was like, Oh.
1: Okay.
0: Yeah. And it's so weird, because like again, watching this at like a seven-year-old, I'm like, okay, so I guess when you shoot people, you go and turn into, or you go and change into this leather outfit. Like, I thought this would happen in real life. <laughs> so. <laughs> so, yeah. But, um, Bull, he goes um, back to the ghetto. And he says ghetto like ghetto. It's weird. Yeah, he just
1: it does sound really weird. The way yeah. it. I couldn't even like, replicate, but I was like, oh,
0: what? <laughs> yeah. I've always noticed that I was like, he says ghetto weird. But yeah. So he goes back to the ghetto and um he shows the coins to his sister Ruby and to his grandfather. Um, yeah. And so He's the grand-
1: same guy from The
0: Shining, isn't he? Um, I don't remember, but I remember him from New Jack City. Okay. He's the um I wanna say he's the one that shot uh the shot at the end. Oh, you haven't seen New Jack City yet. I haven't seen New Jack City yet. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I ain't going to spoil that for you, but yeah, I believe he's in New Jack City. So um, his grandpa tells him, like, you know, he, uh, the coins can pretty much pay your rent up to the year 2000. And this was in 91, so that's nine years. So And then on top of that, can pay for your mom's surgery. So mm-hmm. I'm going to get her ambulance and, you know, and bring a dealer here tomorrow for these coins. Excuse me. But you need to stay away from that house. <laughs> so, um, you know, full have the time. I
1: was hoping, like, maybe they can, uh, you know,
0: just get up and out of there. Cause... That's what I was thinking, too. Like, why pay it up to year 2000? Just move
1: Right. You the know? place is a mess because they've they've been slumlords.
0: they've not been fixing nothing. Mm-hmm. It's completely right. I wouldn't want them to be my landlords anyway. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Like well, you can have all of this. I'm out. You know? So um unless I'm buying the building. Like, like, is that what we're right? Doing? Right, exactly. But yeah. So um Full has a conversation with Ruby and he's just like, you know, I need to go back. Because um, I need to finish what I started, you know. And um, Ruby's like, "You don't leave that girl where she's at, please." Right? Like, that's not a good idea at all, you know. Um, but he's like, "No, I gotta go." So he goes back to the house. He breaks back in. Well, they had called the cops, right? Because people heard
1: called? the sh- well. Somebody had called the cops. Yeah, because they heard the shooting,
0: right? Right, so. so the
1: cops are over there, and uh, mommy's giving them like
0: tea and cookies and stuff. Yeah, they're putting on a full production, you know. Mm-hmm. So, like, they're, they're and, sp- like a pipe, you know, they got yeah. the cookies and the coffee, and you know, it's a full fledged production. And everything about their savagery is like just barely underneath the surface, mm-hmm.
1: like, they ha- keep having to hide things and like you know, turn things around or whatever. Mm-hmm. And you know the cops, they don't—they're not really—they don't really consider them to be suspicious or dangerous at all. So they're not even really investigating anything,
0: right? They're and just they're over there eating the cookies, right? Yeah, right. They're apologizing for wasting their time, all this type of stuff. So they get rid of the cops, and um, then they go back onto um, savage mode. <laughs> but by this time, because they left the back door open, fools back into the house. And so um, he finds Alice. Yeah, he comes out through like a kitchen cabinet somehow. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> like, okay, right. He was hiding in a cabinet. And so yeah, so he gets back in. He goes and finds Alice, and he's just like, you know, we need to go on ahead and get out. Um, so they go through this again. Uh, they ended up in the walls, but the dog. They send the dog after him so the dog
1: well well before this like he actually got caught by daddy right and dad's like trying to he's like trying to choke him like him and alice like he he's like trying to protect alice dad's trying to choke him and he actually goes for the eyes for dad's eyes, you know. Oh yeah, And I was like, finally, because like every time it just frustrates me so much in TV when people are being choked or whatever. They never go for the eyes. They mm. never f- go for the crotch. Always go for the eyes and the crotch, people. Yeah, and he went for his crotch
0: too. Yes. Yeah, because he kicked them in the crotch, and then he um hit him with the um with the lamp.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And that because they were be in. Getting-
1: he didn't fall down because that made
0: him right. Cause that's how they ended up in the walls after he did that. Cause they got away from, from him hitting them in the crotch and hitting them with the lamp. Mm-hmm. And so when he went after him, that's when he um hit him with the eyes or got his eyes or whatever. But then they send the dog in. So they send the dog into the walls. So now they're fighting with the dog. Um also, these, it,
1: these walls, these spaces in between these walls are, are huge. huge.
0: They're huge. huge. Right. So, again, as a seven-year-old watching this, I'm like, that I, that's that much space in between the walls? like Right. It's and so there's this part pleasant. where, like, daddy's,
1: like, literally tearing the walls apart. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, how is this house so
0: well-constructed and so poorly constructed at the same time? Right. Right, because he's tearing them with his bare hands. And it's not like he's needing that much effort to tear them. Mm-mm. You know? And then... His um, gun also has a knife on it. And so while he's in, while Fools in the walls fighting with the dog, um, man is also, you know, poking the walls with the knife. And so he poked the wall and he pulls back and there's a whole bunch of blood on it. So he's so happy. He runs downstairs and he's dancing around. I got him. I got him. I got him. And so, a woman is like, show me. So, he goes back upstairs, and that's when he, like, pries through the wall, and he sees the dog. He got the dog. <laughs> so now, Yeah. So, now they're, like, so upset. So, so upset. And, you know, like you said, all dogs' lives matter. Right. Right. Because all dogs' lives matter. So, um yeah. So, But they're- while
1: they're in the um, in the walls they find like a bunch of dynamite
0: mm-hmm. and
1: uh, Alice tells Fool that oh yeah they have them all over the place and I was like uh, well that's convenient and mm-hmm. why would you do that?
0: <laughs> right, right. And so um, they ended up um, one of the other um, boys that's under the stairs he ends up getting into the walls too. And with him getting into the walls, he shows full where all the um all the jewels and the money is.
1: Mm-hmm. It's like, like a Scrooge McDuck
0: like, like vault kind of situation. Right, right. And it's like a whole vault just full of money, full of coins, like like they've been stockpiling this for centuries. Mm-hmm. Oh, because full is like, well now I see why there's no money in the ghetto, because it's right. cuz it's all here. <laughs> It's all here. And so, um, then he also shows him, you know, that you can't just take it and run. Like, the dynamite or the wires and all the explosives and stuff are right there. And Mm -hmm. so, fool's like, oh, uh,
1: no problem. The boys who live under the stairs uh, look like zombies for
0: some reason? Well, they look like zombies because they've been under the stairs for so long, so they're not getting exposed I mean, I would ex- expect them
1: to look very pale, mm-hmm. very weak, you know, stuff like
0: that. But they look like like they're rotting. <laughs> like- well, they they are in a way. Because remember, when Alice was telling the story, he, she said that um, whatever they did wrong, they cut that limb off of them.
1: Mm-hmm. But I so, mean,
0: like, in the face. Yeah, but they're not getting no medical attention.
1: Yeah, but I don't know, you know why, I would, why it would make your face look like that, though. Yeah, I mean...
0: Yeah. it. I mean, and they, yeah, they, you know, I mean, they're sure. been eating people and everything. So I guess we're right. supposed to. Right. They're getting minimum food. They're not getting medical attention. They're not getting no sunlight, you know, and they're just down there, you know. So, yeah, can only imagine what's going on down there. But, um, but yeah, yeah. So I'm, I'm sure they're like, if it was in real life, I'm sure it would be this is a dramatized appearance as opposed to oh, yeah in i just real thought life. it was
1: like so i just thought it was strange like yeah okay
0: <laughs> yeah so um they uh they uh, uh he shows them the explosives and all that kind of stuff and so he's like oh no problem i can handle this so he ends up uh Cause he's like, I have worked with the best or something like that. I was like, What? Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: What explosives have you been working with? Right. You As just turned thirteen. Like, right. were... so how old were you working with his explosives? Right. Right.
0: And who? 11 um, That would have Who's letting you do explosives? this? Right. <laughs> yeah. It was. It was a weird thing. To, it was a weird thing that they added in there. But hey, you know, stranger things have happened. He knows explosives, so. It, it worked out because he needed that um education
1: for this moment later. right here,
0: you know so um they uh he ends up confronting um man again and he has the wires and so he ends up blowing up or oh, no 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 so before then um Ruby and grandfather comes to the house. And they're pretty much confronting them about their um, slumlord situation. Um, woman answers the door for them and she's not in the building. We're talking to them, of course. But like the whole neighborhood then came to their house now mm-hmm. and they're all on their their line because of the slumlord practices.
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: so um, then Alice is down there So then they have a back and forth. And she tries to get away, but then she locks the door on her. And so then um, Ruby, she ends up in the house. And she starts seeing, like, this is some weird shit or whatever. Mm -hmm. But then she ends up back outside the house. And she's trying to get back in. But they're not lo- they not letting her. Of course, the house is on lockdown. Um, Alice tried to let. I her I mean,
1: this in. house has like a PA system, right? Yeah. The house, like, um, there's one point where they lock all of the doors in the house by flicking one switch. I was like, what? Mm-hmm. There's right. these stairs that go to the basement that can they can also turn themselves so just a slide. A little, into a slide, mm-hmm. um, so you can't get back up and all that kind of stuff.
0: It's like yeah. who did all of this <laughs> yeah like it's like one big booby trap you know and then like when alice tries to let ruby back into the house she, um she tries to hit the switch to unlock everything and that's when she finds out that there's a kill switch that woman hit and woman's like yeah i'm not letting you out you know so then that's a thing or whatnot but um man is still trying to go after fool and full, you know, appears with the wires in his hands. And when he appears with the wires in his hands, he's just like, you know, um, I'm going to blow this whole place up, you know? And so he ended up blowing up the whole place that knocked out, um, man, knocked him off to the side. And when that happened or whatever, um, all the money, starts flying out the house so when the money flew out the house with all the people from the ghetto on the line now they're having a field day with getting all the money that's flying it's out
1: it's raining money, it's raining cash yeah.
0: yep and that is pretty much how the movie ends <laughs> mm-hmm. so um,
1: let's see Tell me a little bit about your history with the movie.
0: Um so my history with the movie is uh this when the movie went to HBO is when me and my sister saw it. Um, so I was like probably like seven, eight, something like that. And my sister is like two years younger than me. So yeah. Oh my goodness. Right. So I don't know if they thought because my mama didn't really watch what we watched too closely mm-hmm. but um, when we watched it, it was on the big TV downstairs so I don't know if they thought that it wasn't that big of a deal because it had a kid as the main character or what, but yeah they let us watch it and yeah, because it
1: was rated R and um, yeah. it would still probably be rated R today
0: yeah, yeah and, um, yeah, it was, I mean, it was scary, um, for various reasons to a, to a child, but watching it now as an adult, I was like, oh, I was really not that bad. Cause I actually was trying to prepare myself to watch this movie again, because I haven't watched it in its entirety since I was a kid.
1: Oh my goodness.
0: So, yeah. So I was just like, yeah, um, yeah, I might have a, might have an issue after watching this. But I didn't because it really wasn't that bad. <laughs> good. But um yeah, I watched it with my nephew. My nephew's 14 and he he enjoyed it. So I like that. I like that he enjoyed it. But um yeah, I always thought it was good. I always liked Brandon Adams. Um every time he was really good in this movie. Like yeah. for a kid actor, like he's got a lot of charm.
1: Mm-hmm. and, like, he's he's just very good at his delivery and everything, and, of course, he was also in a bunch of other stuff in the 90s, too, like, mm-hmm. shows and TV, like, he was in the Mighty Ducks, he was in, like, an episode of Moesha, like, he was in a lot of stuff.
0: Yeah, he was on an episode of um, Fresh Prince, too, so it was just, like, anything that he was on, I was watching it, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, because I just, I just really enjoyed watching him. he's he, like you said, is very entertaining, and remember, he also did um, the kids' version of I'm Bad, Oh, that's right. Yes. Yeah. They he's had like, all that eyeliner yeah. and lip gloss on him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, he um, he's he's very talented. Um, I don't know if you know the story on why he doesn't act now. No, I don't. Okay, so you know who Merlin Santana is? No, I don't. Okay, you remember um, the Steve Harvey show? mm mm-hmm. um, What was his name? Romeo, you mm-hmm. remember Romeo? Okay, so you know he's he's passed away, right? Right. He
1: was he murdered?
0: Yes, he was mm-hmm. murdered. Um, his real name is Merlin Santana.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: He was shot in a car. That's right. Yes. And um, Brandon Adams was with him when he died.
1: Oh wow!
0: So um, Brandon Adams was so shook by that situation that he hasn't acted since. Wow. Yeah, and it's been about 20 years now, I think. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I get it. Unfortunately, um, that situation occurred, but, yeah. Yeah, that's why we don't see him no more. Yeah, I don't blame him. I mean,
1: that's extremely tragic and traumatic.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah, it is. I wouldn't blame him if he wasn't doing much of anything other than just focusing on therapy. (laughs)
0: Right, right. Well, could you imagine? You know what I'm saying? So, um, and like, I mean, it's Googleable because I mean, I, that's how I found out about it. But, um, the whole story behind that whole shooting is weird. So, oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah,
1: I just remember hearing about it. I don't really know the details, but yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, but, excuse me, not to, to bring a complete damper on things, but, uh, yeah, he um, he was a very talented actor and whatnot. So um, this is where I I knew him from. Like mm-hmm. I seen him before, but this was this was the main thing I knew him from. And it was such a big cult classic, you know, because um, just about everybody I knew had seen it back then. So and they mm-hmm. played it often on HBO back then. So
1: yeah, I was looking at um you know like the reviews and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, on youtube for the people on the stairs and several times it was mentioned that it was actually a box office success like at the time which which i didn't anticipate because a lot of the movies uh that we watched weren't necessarily successes in the box mm-hmm. office uh, but they had either cult appeal or critic appeal right. um, but this one had all of those right um, and it's just kind of funny how it's not really talked about that much yeah, because uh, I know West Craven. Wes Craven has a ton of other movies. Like people always talk about Scream, you know,
0: mm-hmm. and stuff like
1: that. And this is definitely, I would say, well, Scream is probably his best, but this is definitely one of his better movie movies, for
0: sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So it, it definitely had a big impact, but you're right; it doesn't really get talked about like it should. Mm-hmm. You know. Um. Honestly. I mean it makes sense now that I think about it, but I did not even anticipate it being on Peacock.
1: Yeah. I it's streaming about, on Peacock right now.
0: Yeah. I was kind of shocked that it was on Peacock. But then when you think about it, it makes sense. Because you know, Peacock has all the screams. So they probably have something with West Craven movies on mm-hmm. Peacock. So it yeah. makes sense. Um what did you uh, what did you think about the movie? My, um, I really my- enjoyed it a lot I really
1: enjoyed it, it was a lot funnier than I anticipated Which was great mm-hmm. uh, Again, uh, little boy was A great actor um, I like the campiness of it mm-hmm. uh, A lot Because um, again With the whole mommy dearest thing mm-hmm. um, I appreciate the <laughs> How heavy handed He is about like what You know, what themes we're talking about And how this guy obviously looks like Reagan. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> It's not like, hmm, I think he looks like, no, he's definitely supposed to be Reagan. Especially yeah. with the issue we're talking about with the ghetto and slim landlords and gentrification and all of that.
0: Mm-hmm. Um,
1: which really went into hyperdrive with Reagan and after Reagan, right? Yeah. Um, so I like that a lot. Um, some of the things were not that well done. Like... <laughs> Like you're kind of is kind of halfway there, well, you know. Kind of like when you bake a cookie and it's kind of gooey in the middle because it's not done completely. <laughs> um, it's it's a lot like that. Like because the whole thing with like Vim Rings' character, uh, Leroy, doesn't feel completely that well thought out to me. Um, you know, as far as like the things we're going with, like black people being oppressed and like and uh, manipulated and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I also saw a lot of talk about Jordan Peele, possibly uh, mm-hmm. remaking this or doing a reboot or something like that. Um, but those were a year old, so I haven't really seen anything new, newer about that. Yeah. Um, but I definitely think it could benefit from a remake if someone were to do that. Yeah. I think we, we could get a little more tight on some of those themes right? Like, um, I was thinking of Nia DaCosta, because she did the uh, Candyman that came out last year. Yeah. And I really like, because I had seen, that was the first one I had seen. I hadn't even seen the first Candyman. So I saw that one, and then I went back and saw the first Candyman. I can see, like, some of the changes that she made, where she tightened up some things. There are things mm-hmm. that make that happen in that movie that don't quite make sense.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and really, it's a fault of them, like, sticking too closely to the original story, instead of uh, considering all the context that would come with uh, you know, making Candyman Black and in America and everything like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think the same could be done for this movie as well.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of dealing with the same themes that we're um, struggling with now.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So it definitely would be relatable. You know? Um, yeah.
1: And they both have those themes about gentr- gentrification and mm-hmm. everything. So, yeah, Right.
0: right. So yeah, with Nia DaCosta doing it, I think it i think it wouldn't be a bad idea for her to do it at all um because i mean she did do candy man pretty well so yeah um, and one of the things she did i feel like it was probably one of the
1: more subtle things she did but i really really appreciate it especially when i went back to the first one because you know in the first one he's obsessed with this white woman just obsessed with her and it's like, why are you so obsessed with her and killing black people? What is that <laughs> You know. Um, I mean, the movie is good, don't get me wrong, but it's just like, what? You know, yeah. Um, so she does she deals with that specifically in 2021 sequel, uh, where this white woman is like coming on to Yaya's character like very strong and in a very fetish <coughs> way,
0: mm-hmm.
1: which kind of uh Flips that whole thing on its head and is really kind of more accurate to reality in a lot of ways.
0: Yeah, yeah, I can definitely um, see a re- reboot. Um, well, I can also see a remake as well.
1: Mm-hmm. I think both of those are possible. Yeah, but you can also see a lot of the things like um, from Jordan Peele's Us, like. Definitely come back to this movie. He said that was a strong influence on him. This, uh, people on the stairs was a strong influence on him throughout Mm -hmm. his career. But you can really see where that came out watching his movie, Us, right? Because you have the whole, um, the tethers, right? Mm -hmm. Who are the people under the stairs? Yeah. You know, um, they also can't really talk, right?
0: Right, right.
1: But without them, you know, the lives of those above ground are not possible. You know? Yeah. So I thought that was really interesting as well. The whole thing with them also trying to get out, you know, mm-hmm. and be free of, you know, their literal oppression.
0: Man. below. Mm-hmm.
1: So you can definitely see that in us as well. So I can, you know, I can imagine him like maybe not wanting to do people under the stairs because he's kind of already done some of that already. (laughs) Yeah, Uh, but but I can he mm -hmm. can produce it. He can produce exactly exactly.
0: Yeah, I don't know if I would want him to touch people under the stairs in a um, director's or a writer's capacity either. Mm Because yeah, I'm I'm kind of over Jordan Peele as a director or writer. (laughs) Okay. but yeah as a producer absolutely you yeah do. um and um attaching his name to it will be a big thing as well so mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um definitely could see that um but yeah either a remake or a reboot i would be definitely here for um uh let's see um I would say, um like as far as like why was the movie chosen, I pretty much chose it because um I really loved this movie growing up, you know, um yeah. I don't know what this says about me I don't know what it says about my parents, but <laughs> but i really I really did enjoy this movie growing up it was just it was something it was just something about this movie that um was just very entertaining to a kid even though it was mm-hmm. mostly scary you know
1: yeah I can see this being very scary for me it's like a seven year old
0: like. yeah especially the <laughs> especially when um Ving Raim's character was uh brought up from the whale
1: well. oh god yeah yeah I mean the whole the whole like his body and everything I was like don't oh. know yeah oh.
0: now watching it now uh, when he brought his body up from the well, I was like, "This is clearly a dummy." Yeah, yeah, for yeah. sure. <laughs> but as a seven-year-old, that was the grossest, scariest thing I had ever seen in my short life at that point. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. See, in in
1: our house at the time, we had pipes that would bang, like the water pipes, you know, would bang mm, a lot. Mm-hmm. It's an older house, but you knew you knew what that was. Like it wasn't a mystery. Right. Um, but I was like, "Wow, yeah." Watching this movie and then like living there, like I
0: would have been like, oh, yeah. "What's
1: happening?" Right. <laughs> so, I'm right. glad I didn't see it when I was seven because I would have been scared. I know I would have. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. I, I we didn't have no pipes or nothing, but I lived in the ghetto, so <laughs> so yeah. It was just it was oof. it was it was pretty scary, but um, but yeah, but I mean. Love the movie, you know, like every time that it got put, every time that it was showing on HBO, it didn't matter what part of the movie it was on, I was gonna watch, sit and watch it if I could, you know. So, um, I know, um, and I know I'm not the only one with that because it, it was a lot of kids that had saw that movie when we were kids that enjoyed it as well. So, mm-hmm. yeah,
1: yeah, I can totally see that too.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, so. Yeah, because
1: I can imagine like being like, "Oh, that was funny," but I am also terrified. (laughs) Mm -hmm.
0: Right, right. And you know, like every little black girl pretty much had a crush on Brandon Adams back then.
1: Oh, he's adorable. Yes, how could you not? And he's so cool in the movie. Like he does that whole thing where he slides over the the kitchen table, the was a dining room table, whatever. Just uh, so nice. It's just like a nineties thing to do. Right. His his
0: curly hair, and he's cool, right? Right. Like, he's super cool. And he's going to be a doctor when he grows up. Like, how exactly? You know? So, yeah. Even though he was like so much older, but who cares? He was awesome. Right. (laughs) You know? So, Um, but yeah. So, we have our rating system Um, we have one movie reel, Trash AF. Two, it exists. Three, entertaining. Four, great. Five, a true classic. I want to hear what you would rate it first. I would rate it, I would probably give it a five. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would probably, yeah, I'll put it up there with a true classic. I would give it a
1: five as well.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's for definitely, all the reasons we've already discussed. Right, yeah. right, right, right. Is It definitely qualifies for a classic. You know, mm-hmm. so, and I don't. I don't know if I've given a classic yet. I may maybe I have. Maybe I have. Can't remember, but I know I don't give them out too much. So <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but yeah, but yeah. So what are we doing next week? Well, as you had
1: told me earlier today, you've only seen clips and pieces of Mommy Dearest. Yeah, and I'm really thinking we should do that. It is on Showtime. Okay. So you can also you can watch it there. Um yeah, so it's on Showtime. You you can catch it there or you can like rent it from
0: Google Play for like 3 bucks. Okay. All right, cool. Cool. Um So yeah, so Mommy Dearest, yeah. I going to beat some pieces of it. Oh. I had it I had it for a long time on my DVR and never sat down and watched it. Really? Okay, yeah. we'll definitely do it, Mommy Dearest, for okay. the next episode. Okay, cool. All right. So, where can we find you?
1: Oh, you can find me online. Pretty much any platform. I'm Valor More Dollars because all men must pay, and that's V A L A R M O R Dollars. Uh, recently, I was on Sean Tanktop and the Watchers in the Bar live reviews or, re- re- or reactions basically to uh, Game of Thrones season, I'm oh, not Game of Thrones, sorry, House of the Dragon mm-hmm. <laughs> for episodes seven and nine. So I got to go on there and talk to them about that. And that was a lot of fun. So you should check them out. Um, also, I have a podcast with five other black ladies where we talk about nerdy and geeky things called Nerdgasm Noir. And we're on any kind of podcast platform you can think of.
0: Cool, cool.
1: Where can they find you, Lindsay?
0: Um, I'm everywhere as L underscore Rennell. That's L underscore R-A-N-E-L-L-E. And um, you can also find me on my other podcast, The Issue We Talk. It is available um, everywhere. Podcasts are available in YouTube. What did
1: y'all talk about this week?
0: Whew. Um... One thing that we did talk about was uh yay mm-hmm. in the drink champ she interviewed. Mm-hmm. So that was a pretty interesting conversation. Mm-hmm. Um it went left because mm-hmm. we, we make a lot of lefts, so <laughs> <laughs> but we, we do we do um bring it back, but um yeah, yeah, it definitely went left. So that was one of the topics that we tackled, and then we're also gearing up for a live show That we're doing next Saturday so, Awesome okay Yeah so um, Yeah That'll be next Saturday Which is 29th at 8 uh, o'clock central So um, Yeah so we'll October 29th 8
1: o'clock central here on YouTube Yes Alright yes.
0: We'll yes we'll be um, streaming that live As well so yeah So if you can, you know, join us. So, yeah, definitely get
1: join them, subscribe and follow, subscribe Mm -hmm. and follow me too. all various things that I do. And then, uh, you know, come back and join us when we talk mommy dearest, leave us some comments and suggestions, rating, let us know what you like. If if there's something you think we should maybe watch, let us know. Mm
0: -hmm. Yes, absolutely. And so we will see you guys on episode 18. Bye, Rumi. Bye.